So this is another Molly and Kai episode. Uh, Zach is on a secret mission again. Yes. And we thought this time we we're a bit harder about our time cut. So we're we're trying to... <laughs> to Wait, with less words? We're aiming for 30 minutes or less. And we're hitting 30 minutes or less. No, no. We didn't say 30. We said 45. Yeah, but I feel like we should go for 30. 30 seems like a better number to hit. And we allow ourselves leeway if we need to. So I said this now. So if you've heard this, that means we probably heard hit the leeway. Otherwise, I would have edited this out. Or we were too lazy to edit this out and hear it anyways. So the best indication of how long this episode will be is probably your podcast player. <laughs> Great. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I don't know how to, how, to, how to follow up on that. I know. Um, I, I already filled a minute. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, great, great. Um, Happy New Year to everyone. Oh, well, um, didn't realize yeah. it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Some people care about that, so I figure we should be polite and say Happy yeah. New Year. Happy New Year, 2020. That's a year. Yeah. So, um, I think that neither of us care about New Year's resolutions. That, that is correct. Cool, cool. Okay, I got, got, <laughs> did my homework and I got it right. One out of one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I don't think we should talk about New Year's. <laughs> cool. You know what I think we shouldn't talk about? No. I also have a list of things I don't think we should talk about prepared. All right. You know, if we just exclude everything we shouldn't talk then, about, then, then we will meet the time cap. <laughs> All right. So, great. where does the segue lead? Um, so, what I wanted to talk about is, um, other ways of sort of, I think many people use New Year's, New Year's resolutions because they think that there's something they want to improve about themselves. That um, seems to be uh, reasonable of an assumption. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and they usually reflect over this at the end of the year. That also, again, very reasonable. Yeah, that's apparently why people have New Year's resolutions. Okay, cool. By, by the sound of it. So if um, they realize something is going wrong in February, they're like, oh, gotta wait screwed. like yeah. 11 months. Obviously, okay, yes. Cool. So that's why I don't like this. Mm -hmm. um, so what I was thinking is that uh, we can talk a bit other ways, a bit about the ways that we usually tend to reflect over ourselves and tend to work through things that we want to improve on ourselves. So I think um, one of the reasons why you and I don't want to have New Year's resolutions is partly because we always forget that there's a new year. <laughs> yeah. um, we're not very good at seasons or remembering what month it is. <laughs> um, so that would, I mean, that would usually that. New Year's is around the cold part of the year. That's true. That's true. At least this hemisphere. Um, but uh, honestly, the real uh, realistic reason is because I think we are often trying to um, reflect, and I'm not saying other people don't, but we're trying to reflect over ourselves throughout the year quite frequently and try to address things that we want to do differently right then and there. Um, Isn't that agile? That's very, very agile. Yeah. Um, and another reason why I don't like New Year's resolution personally is because they tend to be very single focused. Mm -hmm. It's like, Maybe you want to eat, maybe you want to overall be healthier as a person. And then you might set yourself a goal, like I'm going to go to the gym five times a week. And then if you fail that and only go four times during the first week of January, then it feels a lot more unsatisfying. But it also means like even best case scenario, you might have 120 times, 120 things you can improve in your life. If mm -hmm. you only pick one a year and you live a fortune 120. Uh, mm -hmm. I, as you do, right? So I mm. think uh, that's another thing, at least for me, where I'm like, look, maybe other people are more flawless than we are, but I feel like <laughs> I want to improve more than one thing a year. Uh, so I, I'm trying to do that like once a day. Yeah, 
But you you do know, I don't know if you got that, but some people have multiple New Year's Oh, really? Resolutions. Is that how yeah. that works? I, yeah, so that is a way so of people around have like that. Full, full slate yeah, of... like you can have like a laundry list and then you hack the system and get in a lot no, but more. Like, I, I didn't realize people have multiple things. No, I think so. I would assume... Right? I don't know. Isn't it a New Year resolution rather than New Year's resolutions? Oh. Like, isn't wow. my New Year's resolution not to, I don't know, drink coffee anymore? Isn't it... <laughs> That seems. Like, I would hope that's not it. And I'm not my personal <laughs> no, no, one, but I know, I know. isn't that how it works? Huh. Wow. No, I didn't expect so. I thought people can have. I don't think it's strict rules around <laughs> this. I think you can have as many as you want. People might have one, but in general, I just feel like um, I I tend to I tend to want to have more of a broader idea of what I want to change and it's something that usually tom- comes a bit more in waves for example yeah, it's a bit um, of an arbitrary segmentation of when yeah, you're allowed yeah. or when you're encouraged to change something in your yeah. life so for example last year I think I noticed that um, so I was doing a throughout the year I know I felt like I wanted to be fitter but specifically after a after I was doing a frisbee tournament mm-hmm. I was feeling like wow my cardio is really bad and then I wasn't then then my uh, like way of solving that was to try to partly go for more runs but also to partly try to work out more in general and also try to just eat healthier and be a bit healthier mm-hmm. in general and I was also often feeling that like maybe I didn't have a great routine uh, throughout that that was something I realized like, in the beginning of the year that I didn't have a great routine with things and then I decided that I wanted to start those routines but there are like multiple things that I'm noticing and that sort of makes me make me change not just one thing it's not like I want a routine, therefore I will always go up at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more like, oh, I want a routine, therefore I'm going to try to improve these parts of my everyday. Okay. Uh, so that's why I feel like I tend to apply it to a broader sense and try to see, like, is the problem that I'm not going up at 8 or is the problem that I'm not having a routine? So you're systematically evaluating yes. your shortcomings? Yes. Okay. How do you feel about uh, goals for the year then? Let's say it's not a New Year's resolution, but you're saying, I want to shape a macOS app this year. I do want to ship an iOS app this mm-hmm. year. I do want to have a a product that is, um, let's just say, profitable without specific okay. indication. How do you feel about those type of things? I think that's very different because that's more like setting a deadline and it just happens to be at the end of the year. Okay. I mean, it doesn't necessarily. I, I didn't know we committed to not shipping anything before the end of the year. <laughs> but overall, like setting, like if you... Forward-looking, would you say you'd be okay if you're setting things you want to achieve throughout a year? Depends on how strict they are. If it's like very rigid and there is no excuse not to do, then I'm not a great fan of that. Let's say like I'm like okay, this year I want to work out 170 no, but days. That's different, right? That's more habit. But that's why I'm okay. saying like let's focus on goals. Would mm-hmm. you say shipping a new product and making that profitable as a goal? Is, yeah. is acceptable and how does that differ from a new year's resolution is it just a habit part hmm it's a good question i feel like that is something it has to be a reasonable goal mm-hmm. i think if it's something like i want to ship a product you usually have a bit more of a thought behind what will go into shipping a product and you set the deadline based on that mm-hmm. like a year seems like a reasonable time to make a product yeah like you should be able to do that within this year but for me so if I, think, I say within this year i'm more aiming for for march february march okay you know yeah so why don't you say by march why do you bother 
keeping no, it. I do say that. You. I was just oh, okay. wondering if you think like I've I've seen it flying around on Twitter a bit where people are like okay. this is kind of roughly what I planned for this year. Okay. And in general, what I do like about it is the the unstructuredness about it. When you're like, all right, I want to ship like three new iOS apps yeah. and make a major yeah. update to an existing one. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it feels more attainable because you can chip away on those. It feels more like a to-do list that you're working See, through yeah. with an arbitrary yeah. time frame, but that's okay. I think especially if it's more ambitious, like if it's on a more ambitious side of things. Mm-hmm. Like if mm-hmm. I, probably if your goal is like getting up at uh before 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. once, then <laughs> probably not not a great goal to have yeah. for an entire yeah. year but i feel like if if the scale of things you want to do is roughly yeah. corresponding to the length of time you're giving yourself let's say uh, three months six months yeah. a year so so i think you should try to sh- cut that into smaller chunks like i want to achieve this within this time frame if there is something that but takes a certain that, right? amount you of can time. have like three ups in a year and then you yeah. slice slice it as a bit yeah but i think you have to be more structured like that because otherwise you can be like the problem with the year thing is like if you say i'm gonna read 10 books this year mm-hmm. you could wait, wait with all of them till december and then you're gonna be stressed for reading 10 books in december you know it's it's not really i think it's people can get into a habit of moving them forward just pushing it forward and delaying things whereas if you i think you if you want to have something that's over a year you still have to have a reasonable plan of how you're going to achieve that so for example let's say so you're always falling into year, habit building again and not habit building more like planning and structuring <laughs> it so let's say this year i want to talk more at conferences this is just a random okay. example Noted. um but let's say that you might be like oh i want to do more public speaking this year um you can't just magically wait for public speaking to happen to you you know um so i think you have to have a bit more of an idea behind it like how am i going to be able to achieve that when do i want to achieve that and in order for you to actually be able to do more public speaking there are certain things you need to remember like you need to make sure that you hand in your presentations or your proposals Mm -hmm. in time and that's something you tend to have to do in the beginning of the year for many conferences Mm -hmm. so i think you still have to sort of think about it in a tangible way and like structure it that way. It's not about habit, but it's about having a plan of how you're going to achieve it rather than just saying, I want to talk more publicly this year. You should say, I want to talk at conferences. These are the ones I'm interested in. I would like to be able to talk at three. Do you have goals for the year? Loosely. Mm? Yeah. But there, there it comes in again. Like I feel like I don't do it based on a year. It's more like, this is something I would like to do differently. Mm-hmm. And then I decide to do that differently, for example. But again, that, that gets into habits. Doing things differently is always a habit. Goal is something that you can work towards. A habit is something mm-hmm. you establish, right? They're, they're f- like different behavior. Like, But to achieve that goal, you have to have a habit. Not necessarily. You know, your goal could be to make more money from your product, for example. Mm-hmm. Um and to achieve that could just be I spent more money on advertisement. It doesn't have to be habit. You don't have to continuously, yeah. you know, you could just decide, yeah. all right, I will expand my marketing budget once because mm. your goal is to, to grow user base or to grow your, your uh, revenue or whatever you want to do. Mm. Well, I guess I have goals then. <laughs> <laughs> Not, uh, like, for example, I would like us to ship our own product. Mm-hmm. I would like us to ship the mission control app that has our own backend. Yeah, that's a goal, but mm-hmm. that's not a yearly goal. That's no. a in two months goal. Yes. Yeah, and then yeah, I do have do have other things, but I, I try to. Do you happen to have goals that are longer term than kind of like? Do, do do you try to have one goal at a time that you work towards, or do you have like an array of goals? That I would say I have an array of 
things I would like to improve or achieve. Ordered or unordered? Um, unordered. Okay. So the reason why they're unordered is usually because they are on different levels. So for example, um, I would like to have better balance and I have certain things that I want to do for that. Mm-hmm. But that's like through every day and it's something that is more about a habit and being more cautious and making sure that like I'm, I'm doing exercises to improve those parts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't really put that... I can't really order that. Like I can't put that in an order in relation to uh, wanting to ship a Mac mm-hmm. app. So that's why I feel like it has to be unordered because I, it's different yeah. levels. Almost feels like a habit again. What's your problem with habits? No, it's just, uh, to me, those are fundamentally different. A goal is something that you're like, I want to achieve that. And a habit might be something that gets you there. Not necessarily, but it can be. But those aren't fundamentally different things. Well, I mean, the goal would be to improve my balance sure hmm. balance is a weird example i think <laughs> okay can you give some examples no I th- I'm, I'm just curious i i don't usually have goals that are necessarily i usually have one kind of short-term goal like shipping this product for example and yeah. then more lofty long-term goals yeah, that yeah. then inform kind of the next step but for me, it's very step-by-step yeah, yeah. step usually. So, like, overall, it's more of a, like, there is, like, a North Star that's, like, I don't know what it is. Pick whatever thing works for everyone, right? Uh, let's say world domination is your North Star. And As it should be for, for most everyone. people, right? That's, yeah. That seems like mm-hmm. a starter goal. Um, yeah. And then that drives a lot of your, your steps on the way, right? It's like mm-hmm. you make your next two-month step where you're like, I work towards this product, I work towards this, this goal. And as you uh, as you're approaching that, the the next step be- starts to become clearer and clearer, right? It's often yeah, that, yeah. like, even if you're looking at shipping a product, as you approach shipping 1.0, you start to already think about what you would like to ship as well, but probably have to hold 1.1, right? Yeah. But I think that yeah. is usually as you approach kind of your first step, the second step becomes more more clear and more obvious, but it's often. Yeah good to have some kind of goal in mind where you want to go like a longer term direct i guess it's more of a direction right it's like you have a direction yeah. and then you have kind yeah. of then you figure out your goals on the way in that direction yeah, yeah. and i think that's a better way of like that is to, i mean you were joking before with it being agile but that's a def, that's definitely an agile way of seeing it so if you have it's like not a, about agile though it's more about I, I feel like if you have a direction mm. And you're evaluating that. I feel like those are good balances to have. You have like a, yeah. a long-term direction and that direction will shift slightly, right? It's unrealistic mm. that those will not waver at all. I, I don't, I don't yeah. see a lot of people yeah. where it's like your goals are not, because your environment changes and therefore your direction changes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there will be a lot of things that might be unknown that you figured out in the earlier steps yeah. and then you can go from there and have to reassess and things in the world around you change. Yeah. And sometimes that means, sometimes that is based on things that you uncover or even ideas you didn't have yet, right? Yeah. We've had yeah. ideas throughout our process that changed our kind of direction slightly. Not not majorly. We still had kind yeah. of this overall goal where we want to go, where we want to be. Um, but it's like you sometimes just get new ideas where you're like, "This is this is so much better than what I thought before," and you change it. Mm. Sometimes those are external factors. Sometimes it's like I don't know, uh, could be a a new opportunity arising that 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 attracts you, or it could be a competitor kind of yeah, closing the space, be, yeah. or yeah, or a new technology is introduced. Yeah. yeah. So I I feel like that's 
that kind of approach, at least for me, uh, tended to be very resilient for all of that. Because you have a direction, you have your kind of shorter term goal that, that is, seems achievable, but still somewhat ambitious for the time frame you're allowing yourself, yeah, which then yeah. informs the next one and the next one. And then you can have um, auxiliary goals that, that might not need to fully f uh, be on the same path. That might be like personal things that are not yeah, necessarily yeah. related. Right? So that's sort of why mine is unordered, because there are different areas of my life I want to improve. So all of the things that are related to the company and things that like our own apps that we want to ship, that's definitely more linear. Mm -hmm. And like you say, I might have a blurry vision of where I want to go, but I have a North Star of where I want the product to but go. But you can still but aim for world domination but I, it would be hard to fit eating less ice cream onto that path, right? That is just yeah. an auxiliary thing that you also want to do. So at, yeah. at some point, you're both no longer eating ice cream and dominating the dominating world. Dominating the yeah. world, yeah. It's very unlikely that those are related. If they happen to cross paths, <laughs> though, you should yeah. you should reevaluate. I mean, why reevaluate? I mean, you're now fully pulling in the same direction. Isn't that great? <laughs> or maybe eating ice cream is... Uh, causing problems for your other goals which are world domination yeah, and then you have to Maybe decide which need... one is more yeah. important for you yeah yeah those are great examples <laughs> i know yeah yeah but overall our advice to everyone don't have new year's resolution throw them all overboard have shorter term <laughs> goals they already set the resolution. well most people what is it now 5th of january 80 yeah. percent of people already broke their resolution anyways so now, instead of just giving up and keep eating ice cream and no longer uh, desiring to dominate the world, might as well set yourself shorter-term goals and having trying to figure out your overall direction. But in, in general, I think just looking at those things can be super useful. Like just yeah. evaluating where... I mean, it's, it's like a weird uh, mock interview question, right? Where do you see yourself in five years? But yeah. it, it is actually not bad to evaluate that because, I mean, a lot of people are, like, also a lot of people we know are in jobs that they might not like exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah. kind of feeling like, eh, they don't really have a different plan of what to do. And then they're just kind of slightly more miserable than necessary. Yeah. Yeah. But I think even if you, for reason, like for some reason, can't leave that job at the moment, at least having a goal of what you can get out of that job or what your plan is after like how to get out of that job that can be a good start mm. um but i uh, like i feel like you put this so much better than i even though i was the one proposing this topic um i do feel like in general it's very important to just continue evaluating yourself continue thinking am i doing the best that i can do am i going towards my overall goal and am i like, am I doing better today than I did yesterday? I mean, like, I think, if that is something... Am I doing all I can to achieve the goal that I set? But only if that is actually what matters to you. You know, not everyone needs to have the goal to always uh, uh, improve. You know, maybe that's yeah. stressful for someone or you don't care. It doesn't matter as long as, you know, maybe your goal is to, to care less about what you're doing. Maybe you're like been too stressed and too focused on things yeah. Yeah. or uh, too occupied with things like your goals and your goals actually to be less occupied by those you know that could be <laughs> still a goal yeah that, but that's the thing right you, that, i guess you could then bend that into saying i'm improving by caring less about things yeah but it's like it's it, it really is super dependent on where every person wants to go yeah, and what yeah. what works for them rather than um you know, it, it's the point is it's not universal. Realistically, New Year's resolution is not going to work for most people. I think yeah. having a direction plus shorter term achievable things 
Yeah, that are I just think that the fact that people still do set New Year's resolutions means that there are certain things in their that lives it, yeah, that sure. they would like yeah. to change. And I think a healthy way of looking at it is not to say, I need to do this from January 1st. Just think about when, like, do I want to change this now? Or if I can't change it now, when should I start changing it? And also think about, um, like, what's actually what actually is helping you to achieve a goal rather than having a routine like having some some randomly defined goal that you have to achieve like if you want to be healthier focus on being healthier don't set an amount of salads you have to eat every week. and that's actually a good point too when you come up with an improvement you want to make in your life it's probably the point where you're very motivated to achieve it right so mm -hmm. if you're saying mm, not feeling good lately i i want to eat healthier that's probably the point at which you should start eating healthier you shouldn't be like yeah. next next month it's january 1st so that's when i start eating healthy and then you order another uh i don't know pizza and salad pizza and salad is not even that bad i don't know why why that popped into why did you bring the salad in? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you, you're just broken you can't think about what unhealthy stuff you know is. You, you probably wouldn't want to like stockpile ice cream tubs in order to to have as much ice cream what's your problem with ice cream, <laughs> i don't know man? i don't know why i pick up uh pick on ice cream today but you know you probably don't want to, to uh, don't stockpile an ice cream when you're trying to eat less ice cream. next month just because yeah. it's not yet you, you know if if you realize i want to eat healthier probably a good time to start like start immediately and i think that mm -hmm. is also kind of empowering in a way to know if i want to stop a habit or change something just start mm -hmm. directly you're so mm -hmm. motivated because you just thought about it And it's such a good cycle of learning and, and realizing that I want to change something and you just yeah. do it. And you feel so empowered as well. It's like, I don't like this thing about myself. And Done. you change it. <laughs> Now I changed it. And I like it. Of course, that makes it sound really easy. It can be quite hard. But I think at least knowing that you are in control and you can decide not to eat ice cream today is a, is a good start. But it's also a pattern, right? It only seems hard before you're in that pattern. Because then you're yeah. getting to like, all right, I already change like four things i didn't like the fifth one can't be too hard whatever yeah. it might be right and if mm. if especially if you're not you know there, there are certain ones that are probably harder than others um it, it might not be the the easiest to say i will never consume a single gram of sugar again that's probably mm -hmm. more likely to fail just because it's really hard to control yeah yeah but you know if but that's that's where it comes in again like those are unreasonable goals to mm. set i don't want to consume any more sugar i think if you're a person who is almost having an addiction addiction to sugar you have to ease yourself out you might say okay today i'm not eating ice cream which is an improvement already doesn't mean that for the rest of the year you shouldn't eat ice cream or doesn't mean that you can't buy a mm. banana which is a substitute for ice cream you know <laughs> <laughs> a banana is another snack which is also sweet um i'm just saying there are other ways Thanks of getting around for the dictionary definition of a banana <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome All right. Cool. All right. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Does that make Goals? sense? I don't know. I don't know. I, f I feel like it kind of makes sense to me. Maybe it makes sense yeah. to anyone else. Um, right? I, I feel yeah. like it, it kind of it works for us. And New Year's re resolution just really don't. Like, fundamentally, they seem flawed to me. Yeah. So, any, almost all other ways of, of changing things in your life seem more reasonable than setting something for an arbitrary date. And an arbitrary yeah. length. Just yeah. because it happened to be starting and ending in the same season doesn't really make it any more achievable to me. 
Cool. All right, let's do picks, unless you have anything else related to our rambling about uh, self-improvement and why New Year's resolutions are bad. And why ice cream is bad. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think I have anything more. Cool, let's do picks. Let's do it. So, my pick this week is a hardware, pro a hardware product. Um, it's a vertical mouse, which is interesting. Which I think you were already picking. You picked another vertical mouse on earlier. I did. One. Yeah. But my vertical mouse is a Logitech uh, MX vertical mouse. So this is basically, uh, maybe we can put an image in the show notes or something because it's hard to describe, but it's like, it's a way for you to prevent RSI issues. Or if you already have RSI issues, like actual, actual pain in your wrist when you're typing at a computer or using your mouse, then this mouse can be really good to prevent that or to, uh, make it less painful. So the idea of a vertical mouse is that the bones in your wrists are not over, like not touching each other and not overlapping um, like a regular mouse would do. It's a lot more of a natural um, position and for your hand to be. And pinching the nerves that might be between those. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot more natural for position to have it. It's basically like you hold your hand almost like a like it would be when it's relaxed and it's sort of like a handshake sort of angle. Mm -hmm. Um And I found it to be really good. It's surprisingly easy to get used to having a mouse in that way. Um, How long would you say it took you to get used to that? It's hard because I had a trackpad before, so trackpad is very different already. I think the in compared, like it was as soon as I had it on my desk, it was very comfortable to just like rest my hand on mm -hmm. it. It's more comfortable if I'm not using the mouse, just holding it for like being prepared to use it. I found this one to be more comfortable to hold on to than a regular mouse. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was pretty natural to just, like, as soon as I'm sitting here, I start holding the mouse because I know I will use mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, so, overall, I really like it. All right. Um, I also had something in a similar realm, so I will not pick that this week. Oh, all right. Uh, so, I will pick a Fluor. Fluor? An app called F-L-U-O-R. Fluor. Fluor? How would you say that? With confidence. <laughs> All right, whatever, uh, however you might pronounce it, floorapp.net, it's um, an app that lets you configure which apps use which style of function keys on your Mac. So oh, based on based on this. which one is active. So let's say, for example, you have a virtualization uh, thing running on your on your Mac. Let's say Parallels or VMware, and you don't want to use your Mac function keys. While that one is open, because you want to use the native, let's say you're you're running uh, Windows in there, you want to use the Windows function key, so you get like access to like F4 for reloading tabs and those kind of things. Um, and usually that's a bit annoying because uh, if you use a Mac, you have to hit the uh, FN key to switch between the the function behavior and the the like F key behavior. But mm -hmm. with Fluor, you can just say, whenever this application is open, use this behavior for, and for the other application, you must use the other, might use the other. So. Do you have to have the application in full screen or how does no, that work? No, whatever application is there. Whatever is in the front? Yeah. Okay. So if you have, I don't know, you use Blender for 3D stuff, that application does use, uh, the function keys. So then it would automatically allow you for doing, for doing that. Or if you play a game, you might not want to randomly change the volume, but instead you want to use whatever the game the actions the game puts on those keys instead. Is this something that could interact with the touch bar as well? So you could use it. See, that I have absolutely no idea about. Okay. If you have traditional function keys made out of plastic without <laughs> screens underneath, then this is maybe an application that's interesting. 
Especially okay. if you use things that might not necessarily be super Mac only, because I think a lot yeah. of Mac apps do kind of try to avoid uh, putting things on function keys for obvious reasons. Oh, but if you use something like Blender or uh, virtualization or, or games or, I mean, there, there are plenty of things where you might want to use it. Hmm. But if this seems appealing at all, uh, Floor seems to be a pretty decent uh, solution for that. And this is, this is working with external keyboards as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I use it with Even the, if it's from a third party vendor? Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, just deciding which, which function key behavior, which application should use. And you can either decide to overwrite certain ones. It's, UI is pretty decent for that too. And, or, or most of the application by default just have the default behaviors. So whatever you set on Mac, but then mm-hmm. you can override it on a per application, um, basis. All right. That makes sense. Hmm. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, all right. I think that's everything. How, how long time did we spend on this? Uh, within our threshold 30 something minutes uh, that's all right mm. Mm. cool cool well done all right uh okay talk to you about less esoteric topics next week when zach's back <laughs> all right i don't actually want to commit to that they might be also esoteric but in different ways <laughs> and who knows if zach is back <laughs> so you just lied <laughs> maybe